In my life, there is nothing I want to do, a hobby, you name it, that is not somehow expensive. So what I do is I finance it. That, that goes with RVs, that goes with motorcycles, that goes with, I don't know, buying a candy bar. <laughs> you finance a candy bar you know it a hundred grand it's, it's not cheap it's basically like free money right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so let's talk about the ins and outs the 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 dangers the perils if you will of rv or the, financing or the pluses and the great things that you can buy with smart financing can mm. we put a good spin on this dun, dun, dun. well i thought candy bars was a good spin good yeah, well. financing it's like a mr or good bar gone bad there you go <laughs> very nutty all right y'all hang on this gonna be interesting <laughs> welcome to the rv small talk podcast where we talk about lightweight trailers truck campers and the people places and adventures that go right along with them we are your hosts from princess craft rv i'm clint i'm pj and i'm financing everything everything <laughs> welcome to the podcast today uh do check out our show notes for past episodes and whatever at rvsmalltalk.com if you would like to see what we look like to go with the voices and whatnot you can always head over to our youtube channel it's easy to find rv small talk podcast and we are on social media any social media you want to find us on just look up rv small talk podcast it's super super sen simple sen sen sensible it's even sensible y'all like financing <laughs> <laughs> He's in rare form. I don't know. I'm a little worried today, Clint. Uh, well, you know. Do you want me to check your credit? <laughs> Will that make me feel better <laughs> or worse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I'm kind of glad we're talking about this. You know, we just finished the RV show. Yes. Which last week just, you know, it just wears us out. But we had so many people that were talking to us and we got a lot of questions about financing. Right. So... I don't know. Perfect topic. Yeah. Now's the buying season. You know, it's a natural question to come up at a show because everyone knows that you're not at the dealership where the financing office is and, and the right. norm. It's right. like, well, well, you're saying put a down payment down here, but how's how's this work? And it kind of boggles the mind a little bit. Well, and we do all this advertising on the side of every unit at mm -hmm. the show. Right. And it says the interest rate and the payments and the, you know, that's people look at it and they're like, oh, that's four twenty nine a month. I can afford that. Yeah. Um, that doesn't that that isn't all that you need to know about buying an RV is what the payment it is and if you can afford it. So good topic. Okay, you know I blame Lindsay for this topic. Like, really? I squarely put this one on her. It, I, I I may have written out the show notes, but she thought of it. Yeah, but you know who's going to have to do all the talking in this episode? PJ, all PJ. Oh dear, <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> That's right. I'm not well, going home with a hoarse voice tonight. Mm -mm. But mm -mm. Lindsay, I think you brought it up because there were questions that you're like, wow. That's a good question at the show. Uh, let's find somebody else to talk to. So, yeah, it's not a conversation that people like to have. Yeah. Can we maybe dive into the shallow end, which is not a smart place to dive, having done so. Um, <laughs> however, Especially when you're six foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, the shallow end is the very basics of like, is financing different for RVs than it is for standard automobiles and houses and all that it is it is tell me more i know this one you, i've been learning a little bit about finance mm -hmm. and that was one of the first things i learned because 
and PJ can explain this better, but an RV is considered a luxury item. So bougie. So, yeah, it's so luxurious, <laughs> even if it's not luxurious, it's gaudy. but a car and a house are considered necessary items. So they're financed differently. Yeah, but that that is one shiny looking canvas sided pop up trailer. Luxury. OK, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so what is financing a luxury item mean? Yeah, what's that translate well, to? It, but the first thing that it means to a bank is if you're going to quit making payments on something, what's it going to be? Is it going to be your car? Is it going to be your house? Or is it going to be that shiny new trailer mm. you had to buy? This is going to beg other questions down the line, down further in the bullet list. Because, it, it, yeah, mm. maybe so, but reality speaking. Okay. It's going to be the RV, right? Uh, unless you're planning to live in the RV down by the river. That's right. And give up your house, which may not be a great plan, folks. We are not saying do that. No, definitely we're, do that. We're also not Go saying your life. don't do no. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so what are the. Agree to disagree. What are kind of the. the it, since it's a luxury item, according to the banks and lenders and, you know, uh, scalpers and whoever might be involved in this transaction, um, it's like. Tickets.com or whatever. Never mind. Okay. Ticketmaster? Yes, yes. Ticketmaster. Yeah, got okay. it. We lost so, Clint in the weeds somewhere. We love me some weeds. Somewhere. Weeds. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's funny because you said it. All right. Focus. All right. So since it is considered a luxury item, what does that typically translate to when it comes to interest rates and terms? You know, people come in and they say, well, I just bought my tow vehicle. I just bought a new car and I got 2.99. Ooh. And I'm like, well, good for you. The dealer actually bought it down so you could get a low interest rate. So you would think you were getting a deal, but they bought it down, which means you probably paid a little bit more for what you bought, you know, because people either are happy with a lower interest rate or they're happier with a lower down payment mm -hmm. or a lower actual monthly payment. I mean, everybody picks their battles, right? And that's what a salesman has to figure out. If you want a 2.99 interest rate, then they're probably not going to give you all the discount that they could because they have to pay a little bit to the bank to get you that rate. Is that something that can be done in the RV world as well? You know, there are some very large corporations who are able to do that. It's not done as often mm -hmm. in this business because so rates are just generally higher uh, in the RV range. You know, we've even I got a note from one of our credit unions and they said they're not going to publish the rates anymore as of today. Really? Yes. That How timely. Uh, <laughs> but they, yeah, so uh, bec because it's hard to give one rate for every scenario. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, that is that is part of what we see. What do we? But they generally get bumped two, three percent. Okay. Uh, for an RV, just because it is a luxury item, it is usually one more thing that you're paying for that you don't have to have. Right. This is a very different buying season. Than it mm -hmm. was a year, year and a half, two, two and a half years ago. Boy, so, so I'm wondering mm -hmm. if you have like a range that you're seeing banks go for. Oh, right PJ now. loves that question. Like, yeah, because it it changes. <laughs> it can change in a few weeks. So it could actually be one percent. 
No. <laughs> okay, so 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 the bottom range, it's bottom of the range is not that low. Okay, I'm going to say okay, one, two, somewhere around here. Uh, five, as far as the lowest you six, can get, yeah. Well, we are seeing people with good credit scores, like seven fifty and above, uh-huh. that the best rate we can get them is seven or eight percent right now okay right now so so in the bestest of bestest scenarios that's that's what you could hope for but you're likely to see a bit higher than that eights and nines it can happen yes even with good credit and (laughs) you know what people are offended and i totally get it because we are still in the world of you know 2.99 Uh, 1.99. Uh, and those thinking, are numbers we hear for cars and houses. We, you we know? did. I mean, it's tough to get that now. Okay, sure. Um, but it is out there because people can than, buy them down. But right. but it, it is still lower for cars and houses. RVs have gone up, but they are kind of in the same range of okay. a few percentages higher than you might get on a car. Okay. You know, uh, it just, it, it varies. So it pays to shop around to find a good rate. Right. And while we're talking about rate, it's probably a good time to talk about terms. Yes. Because when the credit union says, I am not going to publish the rate anymore, that's because they maybe want to go to a rate sheet that varies with uh, other things like your credit score. Mm -hmm. Depending on which uh, range of credit scores you fall into, that can affect your rate. Uh, How long you want this loan to be can affect your rate. Right. So you've got all kinds of different things. How much deposit you're putting down can affect your rate. So it sounds like they're just becoming more sophisticated as they're drilling down on who they're specifically speaking with. Right. And there's always been some level, but it gives them just a little it bit more It feels like just more drill down. Yeah. 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 So all of those things make a difference when you're trying to finance. But when I, when, so along with the maybe higher interest rates that you get, with a luxury item, you also get a longer term, correct? Right. I mean, can you finance a car for 15, 20 years? Can you? I just never have. I mean, like, it seems crazy, but it happens all the time here because you can, your interest rate might be higher, but you finance for longer and then you can pay it off earlier, do whatever you need. Your payments will be smaller. That's right. You know, the majority of the loans are all simple interest loans. And so what that means is that you just. Which is typically what you want. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, let's say you got a big bonus at work and you got an extra, you know, $3,000 bonus. You might want to just pay down your loan. Right. Straight to principal. Yep. Yep. Or you could make double payments Mm -hmm. or and then it gets to be Christmas time and you're like, "Eh, I don't want to pay more. Then you pay your smaller amount. Mm -hmm. So it gives you some variability. You may have an annuity or something like that that you want to pay the camper with, but you don't want to pull it out early. So you wait three years, pay it off at that point. Sure. I mean, it just gives you some variance in how to pay. Okay. So that's always helpful, too. So sometimes paying a hair more in interest to get the longer term might work better for you. Sure. Sure. Depends on how you want to play the game. It's chess. That's right. Okay. That's right. All right. Is there a kind of a typical process that someone who's new to this, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of people who've had at least one or two car buying experiences mm-hmm. or a house or something like that. But let's say someone's new to this, this realm. Is there a typical process 
or is it very much the same as financing one of those other items? Uh, well, there is a typical process, just like anything else. You ha- you fill out an application and then you get an answer as to what they will loan to you, right. how much, and the percentage rate. And it comes with the credit score check and all that, so be yeah, aware. Yeah, all of that. Now, you know, a lot of there's there's been a lot of education on credit scores lately. Let's let's take that, you know, walk around the block here. Um, the old adage of I don't want you to run my credit more than one or two times because it really kills my credit. Uh-huh. Well, if you're shopping for one single item and your credit is checked in the same genre for several times, whatever it is, within a short period of time, a day, maybe two, that's not going to hurt your credit. It doesn't hit you each time and drop it more and more. See, and that's more interesting. And more and more. I hadn't heard. I've thought the other way, but this this is more friendly because mm-hmm. but if you're running around town like a floozy <laughs> if you're a floozy then don't put in the that shadows as your occupation at night then it'll it'll hurt your credit score if you're I'm going to go buy a car and then I'm going to go buy an RV and then I'm going to go check over here my credit oh, yeah. over here and oh, then yeah. I'm going to yeah don't do that Roxanne don't turn on that red light Roxanne <laughs> You know how to put on the red light. You know, most people don't realize <laughs> that when we're looking at people's credit, that's one of the things we look at and banks look at. They can tell if that you apply. Have you been to the red light district? Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. I do not think that they have really a GPS so tracker on invasive these days. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Guys, I do on my own time. It's all cash for me Guys, from here I on. am trying. I all am cash. trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pay me in Bitcoin. <laughs> Poor where, where where were we? She, she's like trying Can to put a cold drink that, up your head. <laughs> yeah, except for it's hot. It's coffee. Okay. Lindsay's drinking the wine. I'm drinking the coffee. I got nothing. I'm about to be done with the no. wine. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. So we better wrap this up, huh? <laughs> we just Let's got this started. going. Speaking of red light district. Okay. So when we pull a credit app, I can see. <laughs> Did you guys see our new review on Apple Podcasts? <laughs> no. Do you want me to tell you what it says? Uh, yes, let us hear Yeah, it. because financing is so boring. <laughs> okay, Help no, us out. it's my favorite review, review we've ever gotten. We got a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, no. And it said... Um, it said too many people talking all at once. Everyone's trying to just be funny. But we're having fun is the deal. And I'm like, but we are funny. And that's why and that's why we call it small talk, because this is the way small talk works. Right. I, I do talk over people and I'm trying to work on that. But also we're hilarious. Every single one of us. OK, oh, no, no, no. I am not hilarious, yes, you are. which is why you invite me. No, you're I may funny. be funny. Just laugh look. Look at that <laughs> face. But that's different. Yeah, PJ, where were you? I, I, uh, I, I've lost where we are. Yeah. OK, back to financing. I don't know. I kind of like the. Apple Podcast star reviews. <laughs> All right, y'all. Crank it up. Give us a five-star review and tell Lindsay she's funny. <laughs> tell us we're she funny. She needs that. <laughs> tell me I'm she pretty. She needs it. You know, most people don't realize that's that's huge for us to get a, a five-star review. Yes. Yeah. And on I'm, Apple Podcast. But hey, everybody gets an opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it's actually, okay. She's trying to. She's I'm, trying. And I'm going to talk over you. Dumb. I can keep going. 
Here yes. comes our next one star review. <laughs> it's just people talking over each other. Yeah, we have to work together in an office all day. We just don't know how to take turns talking. Um, we were talking about um, interest rates. Oh, no, we moved past that. No, most people, I was, what I was trying to say is most people don't realize that if someone pulls your credit, they can see if you've applied 15 places. Mm-hmm. They can see if you're hopping from dealership to dealership, putting in applications. They can also see if you just bought a truck and a side-by-side and a boat and a jet ski and a washer-dryer. But they can also... That's what will get you in trouble. But they can also tell if you just went to one place and that place ran your credit three or four times because they were checking with different banks. And that, Mm -hmm. as the the kids say, hits different. (laughs) <laughs> the it kids totally say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, right, Kaylin? Yes. yes. Well done. I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. One star. Um, okay. <laughs> so one star funny. Speaking. <laughs> I'll take it. Speaking of that, I have heard you tell customers and I have uh, regurgitated it <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Cough it up. We're waiting. <laughs> um, I, okay. That uh, a lot of people come in and say, I don't have a tow vehicle yet. I want to, you know, I'm, but I don't have a trailer yet. So I'm trying to like buy both at the same time. And you always say, if you are buying a tow vehicle and a trailer at the same time, my suggestion is to actually buy and get financing options for the trailer first. And that sounds bonkers to most people but mm. the reasoning is i you go ahead because i could guess but <laughs> well i'll just tell you we have people come in and they say yeah i had my truck repoed last year and i've had two bankruptcies but i just bought a truck so i figure i can come buy an rv now too well mm. yeah they did buy a truck they probably have an outrageous interest rate but somebody will loan the money because it's pretty easy to repo a truck and it's an well, it's a necessary item. Right. So right. somebody will finance you. Somebody will finance you. Whereas if you look like a risk or you look like you're going on a buying spree, then finance people are very leery of you. And that's you know, that's definitely a step back. Okay, but I'm talking about like I I am a responsible human being. I pay my bills. That's I've never what, had anything that's what repoed. The unresponsible people say. That's what the funny people say, Clint. Man, she's just going to keep going, (laughs) isn't she? Okay, so I I just want, you know, I I own a Dodge Neon. I I couldn't think of anything else. Okay, so I need a new tow vehicle, right? So I want to buy both, a tow vehicle and a trailer. I'm responsible. I have the monies. Why would I finance the trailer first? Because you don't want the people who are evaluating you buying a luxury item to think you are adding a ton of debt to your uh, portfolio all at once. So you don't have to buy the RV, but you have to turn in your credit app and let them run the credit first. And you may say, that's the one I think I want, but I'm not sure yet. So run my credit. Let me know where you are on that. And you don't have to buy it. You simply have to get the financing started. Okay. Then you can go and and, and if you say, all right, you know, Bank of America is going to do this with me. Then you can go over and say, 
all right, I want to buy a vehicle. Because if the vehicle people see that you just bought an RV, it's not going to affect your interest rate or your bank rating nearly as much because they don't have the same parameters. But the other way around, it will affect it, is what you're saying. It could affect it. It won't always, but it could if you are close on your revolving credit or, you know, you're in a tight situation and you're barely qualifying. So you don't want to throw too much in there. Possible to have a higher interest rate if you buy the trailer second immediately after buying your car. Right. Now, Bank of America might not appreciate it, if you run the credit and then you sneak out and buy a truck and then you buy this camper, it's, you know, but if you're not sure about all of it, you do want to check on the the RV the part toy of it first. first. Okay. Yeah, check the toy first. It's the wise thing to do. Okay. And what you might find is that loan isn't really what I want. So maybe I don't want to add all this debt. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. What is this I hear about banks that are specific to RV financing? There what, are some. What's going on with that? There's actually banks that are they only think about RVs? Well, there are finance companies. Okay. That specialize in working with RV, marine, you know. Okay. So luxury guys. Four-wheel drive. Toys. Uh-huh. Four-wheel drive. Four-wheelers. Four, you know, those things. Yo-yos. <laughs> Yo-yos. Slingshots. Yep. Yep. Foam, all those. Foam airplanes. <sighs> Diddly-doo-dads. <sighs> So, yes, there are some banks like that. Tops. And generally, Pugs. Generally, (laughs) the mainstream banks, if you've got good credit and a good solid background, are going to be your best rates. And as a dealership, What's what does it look like for us? I mean, what's the breakdown? Do we find ourselves working mostly with the big established banks or more with the specialized finance companies? Well, we can work with all of them. And that is why we take a peek at your credit first before we send it off, Um, because we want to be sure you get to the best possible scenario. And we kind of know what they're looking for. Banks have parameters. Some banks are going to specialize in A plus paper of people who are 800 score and better. And, you know, they've got plenty of money. They're going to give them the best rates, the best terms, uh, but they don't want anybody else. Right. And then there are other banks who are on the other end of the spectrum who will help the people. That was Lindsay sneezing, yes. y'all. That's what it Wasn't sounds it like. Wasn't so cute? I tried to. T- it is so cute. I tried I'll, to. I'll go ahead and raise that up when I'm editing. Sneeze. No. Hachui. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, one so end there are of banks the spectrum, on the other end. You, you, you know, we can, we can say, you know, you qualify at over 800 score. We're going to put you this there. You've got kind of the most posh scenario, mm-hmm. which is race. And then on sure. the other end, you really want this RV? All right. We're, we're going to find the people who kneecap you yeah well the interest rate's <laughs> gonna be a lot higher yeah you're you're really thin on your available cash right. your revolving debt is pretty high and you know you don't have a lot of income sure. or a lot to put down so you're not gonna rate nearly as high when the banks are looking at it but that doesn't mean you can't get financing yeah it doesn't mean that you can't get it and there you know there's also a lot of people who uh ha- maybe haven't haven't maybe bought a lot on credit. Yeah. So they have cash. They've saved and saved and saved, but they maybe don't have the best credit score because they haven't they've had built a it lot up of and credit. Maintained it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or they've or they've gotten divorced two years ago, and you know that can wreak havoc on a credit. Oh yeah, it can. Anything like that. So maybe a high interest rate 
on a loan with a long term is not a bad thing because you've got a lot of cash, mm-hmm. you've got a great income, and you can pay this thing off in three to five years, mm-hmm. and it's not going to hurt you much. Okay. All right. Is there any difference between credit unions and personal bank? I mean, go on your own route versus- So financing uh, through the dealership or financing yeah. with your own bank? Um, you know what? Some people say, you know, I've done worked with this bank forever. Yeah. I'm just going to go there. Well, they've never bought an RV before. As that's especially true with a truck camper because they're not titled. They don't even know what a truck camper is. So they go there and it's like, oh my gosh, it's true. I've heard a lot of funny RV conversations. Yeah. But they're not going to take the truck camper. And then they're like, what? What? What do you mean? And they're here to pick it up. And then we're like, wait, they want a title. We can't give them a title. Okay, let me call them. Oh, we can't do it. Or, oh, it just jumped 4%. Can can you just tell them on the phone? Who knows? Mr. It's it's a mister or say it's been it's been knighted. It's a lord. Give it it a title and then they'll finance it. Well, we could give it a title. Write it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Title for truck camper. Love Princess. In all caps. (laughs) I wish that would work. That would make it so much easier. But that's always tricky. You know, the other thing about getting your own financing is that. It, it can be a hassle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to call them back. And I love these people who say, yeah, I put in this app here and I got a pre-approval. It's no big deal. They said, just call them with what I want to buy. And they show up here expecting to just make a phone call and it's done. But you make that phone call and then you wait on hold forever. I have and seen And then they these process customers. this. And then they say, can I have a copy of your last pay stub? And right. you're like, okay. Um because, you know, since the pandemic, they really want to verify income right. for a lot of people. And uh, then... And it's hard to get sometimes when you're sitting in the waiting room of an RV dealership. <laughs> hoping so, to pick I up didn't your trailer. bring my pay stub. <laughs> I don't know why. And, and you have us here at the dealership yeah. feeling horrible for you, but we can't do anything we can't for help you. you and, much. and your anxiety and frustration is going up and... Uh, Yes. And you know what? We see that even with great organizations like um, USAA. Yes. Everything is done electronically and you call into a phone bank. Right. And it can take two hours to sort through Mm -hmm. the details. And they they send you this nice little email that says, no problem. Go pick out your camper. You're pre-approved. Just give us a call. We'll take care of the rest. But it's not actually the case. it's not that easy. Right. So one of the perks of letting an RV dealership do it is they do all that legwork. If they need something else, they shoot you an email, give you a call. They take care of it. All you do is show up, sign the paperwork, and pick up your camper. It is Worth it. <laughs> easy. And it is it is not it is untrue for those people who think that the rates are, are higher. Yeah. Very often they know a little more about what to look for and we can we can look at your credit and know this and this and this is mm-hmm. gonna be good for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm a fan of that only because I've seen so many people stranded at the closing desk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's the difference between financing anything you need to know when financing used versus new versus motorized? Wow. 
what? Okay. Is there, is there are they difference? financed differently? Are there rate? Are the rates different? Is it different because a motorized has a motor? Let's start with it goes vroom vroomy. Yeah. Should we start with new versus used? Is there any difference between financing? Well, I really those? like throwing everything at her I and know, letting her I sort know, it out in her dome piece. How it I saw her face. Her? It really made me happy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> we just got another one star <laughs> talking so. over each other. I think so. Uh, well, motorized travel trailers, they're all in the RV range. So you're not going to see a huge difference in those rates. Okay. Okay. All right. But when it go to new and used, uh, you will see a sometimes a jump in the used rates. But really? the bigger thing... The bigger thing that's going to affect you isn't the rates right there. It's going to be the fact that they are only going to finance a certain portion of it because uh, they only finance a lot of people only go like seven or eight years old. So if you want to buy something that's 10 years old, you may know it's in perfect shape, but nobody's going to finance for you. There are a few companies that go that long, but not many. Interesting. Okay. And the rate will jump, but they go by book value. So you may find something in pristine condition and you're willing to pay top dollar for it because, I mean, it's amazing. And it's five years old. You think, wow, it's taken all the depreciation. I'm going to get a screaming deal. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's $30,000, five years old, the book on it may be 20000 You know it's worth 30000 The book may not be even correct by matching the value of sure. what it really is worth sure. on the market. So they're going to want $10,000 down. Yes. And you may not be prepared to put $10,000 down. So at that point, a lot of times the down payment comes into play. So keep that in mind if you're looking for a really cherry used unit. Okay. So what what, ha what happens if you're not working th with a dealership? What if you're buying from a private seller? Maybe you found something on Facebook or Craigslist or even, even RV Trader or the old-fashioned newspaper want ads. People don't read newspapers anymore, Clint. Is that is that true? Listeners, is that true? Is that is that true? Not even the comics? Are there still comics? I don't know. Y'all are, are making me want papers? to like smell a newspaper though. Oh, man. Do you remember playing with Silly Putty and using that to transfer the ink from a newspaper and all that? Yeah, I think I did that like once, but I really just want to feel it and smell it. And then your hands get all black. <laughs> and then you rub it on your face and pretend you're a raisin and roll around the kitchen floor. Yeah, but floor. you can really roll those things up tight and whack <laughs> and someone with it. Swat the crap and out of someone. good sound, too. Good memories involved there. Newspapers. Yeah. Bring them back just for the whacking. But in the meantime, if you want to buy a used travel Red trailer or RV, then, get back, get oh back. my gosh, Holy. so back, here's DJ. what I suggest. I suggest you look it up. If you look it up on nadaguides.com, mm -hmm. you'll be able to you'll see find nada. about nada. You will <laughs> find nada. But if you can navigate through the site, find the unit, see what the average retail is. Then you'll have an idea of what the bank is going to see. You may be willing to pay more than that, but you need to look at adjusting adjusting the difference. Where do you find this? Not a guide. Not a guide. It's, it's not a guide. Com. Is it online? Yeah, that's what she and, just and said. Okay, sorry, sorry. She's not listening to you. No. Was busy I interrupting am. me. I good, am. Good job, Lindsay. Your one star daughter. Good job. Okay. So it, it, does that require a login or anything like nope. that? Nope. Nope, they want to know your zip code because uh, 
prices can vary, I guess, sure. in certain areas and they want to know who's looking. But that is what the bank's going to look at. And then I would I would suggest looking at some credit unions and uh, picking who you want to work with and yeah. turning in your app there and see what happens. Okay. See what happens. So the big question. The big question. I hear this all the time. And also I've encountered it here at the dealership. People who want to full time in their trailer. Uh, There's a few things that you probably need to know if you're looking at financing and or I know we're talking about financing, but we might as well throw insurance in here as well. Well, first of all, a lot of the main banks will not finance full-timers. Why not, PJ? Well, because RVs deteriorate more when they're lived in full-time, and they need that value to hold up for a long time. At least the term of the loan. (laughs) That's what they're hoping for. Right. I mean, let's be realistic. That's what they're hoping for. Right. So full-timing is hard on a trailer. Bottom line, that doesn't mean it's not out there. So that's a question to ask if you're full timing. You want to ask, will you finance full timers? And if they say no, you say, good, because I'm not full timing. So so is that something? I was asking for somebody else. I was thinking maybe maybe when you're Uh, dealing with a dealership and with financing office and all that, maybe you just don't bring up that term at all. You don't mention anything. Yeah, that's probably a smart thing to do. We see a lot of people who say, I'm selling my house. I'm not quite sure where I want to go. So I'm going to, you know, take my trailer and go travel around and see where I land. Mm -hmm. That's a good way of putting it. And, but the problem is you want to apply for that loan when you still have an address. Yes. True. (laughs) Yes. So while you still have a permanent address, you still live there. And the same thing goes for retiring. You know, some people say, oh, I'm going to live off my investments. Well, investments really aren't much income. They're they're hard to verify. It, it It's struggle financing. You want to finance it. You know, even if you have the money you want to finance just for cash flow reasons, then you want to do that the month before you retire, not the month after. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're learning so much. I, I can't wait till I get to that point. And insurance, the same kind of deal. Just do some research before you go out and just try to find insurance while you're full-timing because it can be tricky. And that's across the board, any insurance, including health insurance and pet insurance. This is all oftentimes tied Man, to your location and full timers got it hard. Well, no, they do if they have fun. They, they do if they don't understand this on the front end and right. do their research on the front. Yes, end. and we, you know what? There's groups that really specialize in mm-hmm. that. I mean, you need to join escapees and mm-hmm. and learn the ropes. There's all great great ways to do that, but. There are some good things like with what we're talking about with financing. If you have an opportunity to put your your rig together while you're still working and while you have a permanent address, that's the easiest way to do it. Right. So something that happens more in the, I guess, the truck and Jeep world, when you buy a brand new truck or Jeep at the dealership, they have their accessories and all that. And we kind of do, too, here. So Mm -hmm. should I roll in my accessories and and getting the installation of those accessories? Should I roll that into my financing? 
You know, I think that's a personal question. That depends on whether the cash flow it was really is I important. Feel, should, I, I got yeah, that off my chest. You should be embarrassed. Uh, well, after we talk about red lights, then I don't know what's more personal here. But Roxanne. Uh, this is why I don't open up to y'all. Because, because, <laughs> because it, 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 it you don't? What is it? Well, overcoming what? to get there. So, so... Um, just you don't remember yeah, what yeah, she's yeah. talking about. Ah! <laughs> ah, train wreck. Sting. Um, if it's a big option, like some people are looking at uh, wanting to be off the grid, they do $10,000 in a solar lithium package. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's probably easiest to finance in that $10,000. Okay. You know? What about sewer hose? Uh, sewer hose is probably a pain in the rear and not worth the five cents it's going to add to your payment okay if you can't afford a sewer hose out of your pocket don't buy the rv what did you get that what? that's the important tip of the day wow talk about personal yep nuggets of gold here okay what what about what about a, a really uh rare rv small talk mug or t-shirt do we have mugs we should we should have mugs. Why don't we have mugs? Caitlin. You get a mug. Caitlin. You hey, get a Caitlin. mug. You get a mug. Can you help me on that? Yes. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin's amazing and we love her. Yeah, she's been, what is this, her third day? Poor girl. Her third day with us and she is our hero. Wait, welcome to being a really small voice in the background of our, the podcast. We are going to give her all the jobs. <laughs> Say hi really loudly, Caitlin. Can you hear me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. She's definitely Scandinavian. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I do always recommend service plans, even for people who are handy at fixing things. Mm -hmm. And that is something that, uh, you know, they can be two, three, four thousand dollars. But they are going to if you're going to really use that RV and keep it for an extended period of time, mm -hmm. they are really good to have all of them and they're financeable all of them you can throw them in your financing and that i do recommend okay 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 but service plans confuse the ever-loving mucus i mean it's not out of people so a service plan is like an extended warranty is it uh it is people get confused with that word Yes, I know. I'm trying to. I, I we could talk forever. Yeah. I think we did a whole. I was podcast about to say, haven't we done a podcast about extended <clears throat> yeah, warranties, which did. you guys should listen to? So that's a plug for going to rvsmalltalk.com and finding out exactly what it means <laughs> when we talk about extended service plans. Yes, I think Bill Coster helped us with that one. Mm, so and he's smart. He is smarter than all of us put together, I think. So I mean, that hurts, but it's true. Yeah, but it's true. So maybe not as funny. OK, but one star, but it is worth <laughs> it is worth looking at that and folding that into your financing. So don't be afraid of that. I think that is a great way to do that. Um, and again, simple interest notes. Mm -hmm. You can pay more on it anytime, And that's going to reduce the interest that you pay. OK. Uh, Maybe maybe at our dealership or maybe not at our dealership, but maybe others. What else will you find when you're sitting down with a finance uh, I don't know, officer or person person doing finance? Who, you know, what are they going to offer you? Obviously, service plan. What else might you find? Well, first of all, uh, we've talked about this before on the podcast. If anybody says this is above the price that you pay, 
uh-huh. the price that they told you you would pay. But we add that to all of them. It's just part of the package. We have to do it. Remember, Lindsay, when you bought your car, they did I do that to remember. you. And That's not right. I remember sitting there and being like, no. And they were like, yes. And I was like, no. And they were like, yes. And it was and $1,700. No. And I was like, yes. And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, no. And they were like, Yes. And then, <laughs> and then he went and talked to somebody else. And then after like 20 minutes, the guy came in and he was like, okay, just for you, we're going to take it off. But we never do this for anybody. <laughs> yes. And when he walked out, okay. I remember I was sitting there with you and I said, Lindsay, we could just leave and go home now. And you said, yeah, we could. And if they're not going to take it off, maybe we should do that. Roxanne. And then they walked in. That's it. Just for you. But that but that happens where dealerships will add it in there mm-hmm. and you don't even catch it. No, because you're at the end. You're at the finish line. You're psyched. Well, you're yeah. so excited. Yeah. You're, yes. You just saw it. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, that well, that is the service plan that we have that extends it for three years. Sign here. You know, so. Here's another tip. Mm, I'm ready. Give me this morsel. When somebody puts that, nugget. <laughs> when when someone puts that loan document in front of you, they are required to read the full disclosure box at the top, and it's going to tell you how much. Yeah, what? How I much? I have not been doing that. How much you're financing? It will tell you how much interest you will pay if you pay it according to the loan term i do that it will tell you plus if with your down payment that's the total of what this will cost if you pay it for the full 12 years or whatever the loan is now you don't have to keep it that long but they need to walk you through every bit of that and the amount they're financing should be exactly what they told you in the first quote without any added stuff on it and if it's not here's my nugget Flip tables. Flip (laughs) tables. Just get that out of there. Can you pause long enough to put some good table flipping music on? Yeah, what's so good to have I don't know. The music? Uh, but when you're like buying it and you're in finance, stuff or yeah, I'm going to keep talking or we'll never get through this. Yeah. Free college. Okay. What I want you Free to know is yes. that when you're in the finance department, you are still in charge. So don't be intimidated. Is that why they call them finance officers? So you feel like you're not in charge? No, they're not <laughs> finance officers. Finance office. First. When you were doing your financing, uh-huh. you're still in charge. And if they're a great dealership, this they're going to be so very kind lifting. and help you through. I feel I know. empowered. I know, because usually when I go in a financing office, I feel itty bitty. Yeah, <laughs> no, man, you're still in charge. All right. Well, this has actually been a pretty meaty subject. Dare I say fun? <laughs> I don't know. The, the Do you dare? Tell. I dare. <laughs> I half dare. So I'm taking risks today. Dare it. <laughs> you know what? Before we go, one more thing I want to add on finance. I'm sorry to talk serious for 30 more seconds. I can't handle it. But if you want to help the guy who's helping you with finance, tell him what's important to you. And most people are afraid to do that. Tell them, I need my payment to be under 400. Mm-hmm. Or if that's the most important thing, tell them that. That sounds like it, it would expedite yes. things as he's so doing So he can look stuff. for the best way mm-hmm. to do that for you. Or tell him, I need the interest rate to be under this amount. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I can get at a credit union. I checked. Or I need. A hamburger. Yeah, or I need a Make really long term cheeseburger. 
<laughs> with bacon. Oh, Lyle. Come uh, on. Thank you. You get my Lyle love reference. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, help them out. Make them your partner. They're there to help you. And you're in charge until the very end, guys. And then you're so, still in charge. And then you're still in charge. But they have you over a barrel for many years. Right. You're in charge, but over a barrel. But you're, <laughs> you're in charge of your RV. You're in charge of the barrel. You get to choose you're, the barrel. <laughs> I want a pink one. <laughs> With sparkles. Uh, you guys win the prize for listening to this if you're still here. One star. They're still here. <laughs> Two stars. Everybody, thank you for joining us for this hopefully informative and mildly entertaining rouseabout with RV Small Talk. Emphasis on small talk, which is the cause of our format. But... <laughs> If this is your thing, if you've joined us, if you like us at all, if you enjoy the fact that sometimes Lindsay laughs and cannot contain it, could you please go onto Apple Podcasts? You don't have to listen to all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, but could you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and a comment, maybe a few nice words. They don't have to be for me. You know, just help us out there. I don't know why algorithms like it so much. They do. They do. And when you leave, like do the five minute task of leaving us a review, what it essentially does is not only boost our egos, but Mm. it does allow Apple Podcasts to show it to other people. Um, So we really, really appreciate it. So we can keep doing this. PJ, anything? Yeah, let's keep doing this. What else you got? I got nothing. Anything? Yeah. Um, I'm out of coffee, so I'm another star. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. They're really going to hate us for this. Bye. We love them. We do so much. We love you. We do. See you next time. So, like, so.